If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, you're about to listen to us talk about how to maximize your hamstring development. Mm, yes. Uh, you might want to take a gander, take a peek. Gander. Ooh, and take a gander, like gander. at mindpumpmedia.com. We have a butt builder bundle. Mm. This is MAPS Anabolic. That booty architect. And MAPS Aesthetic combined. Plus, there's a modification in there to teach you how to build your glutes. And by the way, your hamstrings are very closely connected to the glutes. Mm. Develop glutes, you'll have fantastically developed hamstrings as well. Agreed. Mindpumpmedia.com, butt builder combo. Everything on there, over 20% off. Shape that booty. On the road again. Dude, I can't tell I you. I just can't fucking wait to fucking get Fucking pumped I am right now. To, we're getting our spot, you guys. Has that sunk in yet? Are we well, we haven't that? signed anything yet, yeah. but it's as, almost as good as done. It is done, bro. It's happening. Dude. We're probably going to sign. Oh. Do you think we're going to sign it today, Doug? You think today? Today or tomorrow? Today or tomorrow, bro. We're going to be official. Woo! Are we, are, we, uh, are we hot? You know what this means? MPA now. Now we've got MPA. So we, I think we can eat. tell our audience. Uh, you think so? Fuck yeah. They're ready for this? We're we have, getting we're getting we're getting a uh, a new spot. It's going to be the headquarters of Mind Pump Media. That's right. And yes. uh, it's fucking awesome. This is how crazy shit works for us. So let me just give you let me give the listeners a little rundown of how Mind Pump <laughs> does business. Yeah. Shit literally happens. For, yeah. It's weird. We well, try to it, force it presents things. itself once you know. No, it's what is, like hey, look. You know, you've been working real hard in this direction. Yeah, what I would about like this? yes, I would like. Well, to that's point, what I mean. What's that? What is there's a quote for that? That uh, uh, opportunity. What is luck is when opportunity meets hard work. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. Right? Isn't that right? That's that, it. Because we've been looking hard for a new location so that we could have. Because what oh, we want put to the ringer, let's just say. Yeah, because we we what we want. This is what we want. Uh, of course, we're always uh, transparent, so we might as well tell them. We want a facility where Mind Pump Media can do everything, where we can film our you know workout videos, where we could film our new programs, where we could film our YouTube videos, where we could produce uh, other fitness content, because believe me, we've got some stuff up our sleeves that- uh, Where we could hold classes. We could hold we classes. seminars in there. I can hold cool products that I can't wait to show you guys. Exactly, where we can record our episodes, and, and then on top of it, edit everything and clean everything up and do it all in-house, because right now we're split up between the three, recording studio- three locations right A now. gym, which we can only- in, you know, I want to thank uh, Club Sport for letting us use their gym. We're probably going to continue using it for the next month while we build the other place out, but- the hard thing is we're limited, right? Yeah. They only let us go record for like one or two hour window during the day. So we can't just do it whenever we want. And uh, I'll be honest, like this studio, like, so I'm in the first seat, like captain's chair. Oh, you're talking here. about the recording studio? I'm yeah. talking about you guys always giving me your butt or balls. Yeah. Like every time you walk by. That's actually I'm something. Tired of that's it. actually something I'm, I'm going to miss. We're not going to change that. <laughs> yeah. I'm still I think gonna, we should still. I'm still going to make sure to do that. I'm going to walk across I'm, that big ass room. I'm making sure I get plenty of space. Dude, yeah. why are you scooting past my face? <laughs> you when guys we, just like intentionally we have, like, yeah, sit. We have like, double right the square face. footage now, and I, you're still walking yeah. your crotch in front Damn of my it. face. You know, I, I'm going to put it out there too. A couple things. Uh, you know, virtual high 
high five to everybody. It's been a long time since we uh, gave some love back to you guys. I want to I appreciate uh, the support. Those that have been with us, especially since the beginning uh, in Doug's living room. We Shit. started. We started. It's been in, a long time since we've given the fans uh, yeah, some, some love. love huh? yeah, what the hell's wrong with us? I know, and I and I think that we became uh, divas. I know, not at all. I don't think we become divas. <laughs> I think we've become very focused. Yeah. And you know, the, if you guys think that we pump content, and you thought we really started ramping it up just recently, just wait until we have a spot. Oh, where we're gonna yeah. pump we you. We are gonna hook you up with so much free content. You're gonna fucking hate us. It's yeah. gonna be everywhere. You're gonna learn everything all the time. It's gonna be crazy. As yeah. it is, you know, I've had other podcasts call us and tell us, like, how do you guys put out that many shows every single week? You have no idea. Because we're fucking gangsters. You have no idea what's about to happen. Right. We're it's about like, to blow up all over your face. So, I, you know, mm. the other thing that I wanted to mention is, uh, you know, we are going yeah. to be getting, so hopefully signing the lease today or tomorrow. Uh, we have about uh, 3,500 square feet that we're going to be uh, doing some construction in. So we're going to be doing some reflooring. And putting up some real basic walls. We already have, there's already like a, what they had as a kids club. We're going to convert into a studio that we're just going to seal the wall up. It's a a quiet room. Sound. Yeah. We're going to soundproof (laughs) it uh, really nice. So, um, you know, if we have, we have, if we have any mind pump listeners that are local in the Bay area and stuff like that, that uh, I'm going to be looking for bids anyways uh, for someone. We literally would love Mm. to come in and just do everything. Literally lay the turf, lay the flooring, Get the get the studio soundproof set up. Make cool, unique stuff. We can display, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm already on it right now. So, I mean, I'm, it's not like a, it's something that we need. But if there are listeners that are fans that uh, that have are in con- the industry, that in are in the, yeah, exactly. And then we're we're all about uh, helping each other out. Uh, I'm not asking for free services from anybody, but. Uh, you know, if if we can give our business to somebody that is already a yeah, fan, it's a fan. That's yeah, way that, better. All, you know, also along those lines, we're going to be buying equipment. So if you mm, if you're yes. a, if you're an equipment uh, retailer or distributor, and you want us to carry your equipment because it will just be displayed in our videos, which will be viewed by many many people. Right. Um, and we talk about the equipment, and we'll talk about it by name. Uh, contact us, uh, Doug. I'll have him contact you. Yeah. Doug at mindpumpmedia.com. Email Doug if you've got the hookup for equipment um, or you know people in the area, in the Bay Area. This is in the San Jose area who do that kind of work, that you know construction or whatever. We'd love to to give our money to people who actually like Mind Pump to do this kind of work. Absolutely. Us. Absolutely. So that would be awesome. Um, super excited, man. I'm so pumped right it's now so for this. It's so crazy how it worked out, though. Mm-hmm. Crazy because there was another location that we were all jazzed about that we really liked. However, we were like Kenny G jazzed on it. However, you know I mean? however, they they asked for I mean, fucking, they wanted yeah. my firstborn child. I know, right? They wanted, they wanted fu- the blood of a of a fucking goat from Indonesia. Dude, they want prepay this and that, and I want to see this history and fucking give us a naked video of Adam and give yeah. us this. <laughs> and at the end of it, they're like, okay, listen, fucker, like. What else do you want? Like, yeah. you know, what, what can we, you know, uh, I'm over I mean, it. I'll, I'll cut my left testicle. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a circus dog. Well, that's as far as I get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not jumping through hoops. I'm just really glad that, uh, you know, one of us continued to, even though we found a spot that we really liked, press <laughs> the other ones on looking for other locations. One, one and con- of us, yeah. <laughs> continue yeah. to, well, pat, pat continue to look that way because. Nothing like a self-pat on the back. Uh, no, you're, at, you're 100% right. And I will I will extend that even further. Adam's good at that. I will, ex- I will tell you that. I will extend it even further, though. Had these other people not given us so many taking their sweet ass time we would have ended up there 
yeah. we would have ended up spending more money and having to do all this other stupid Which shit. Which would have been fine because we were all in we love with- We would have made it work. We were sure. all in love with that spot, regardless of how much money it was going to put us out and uh, how it would have screwed us tax-wise. Uh, we were still uh, excited about it location-wise, the, the setup of it. It was a beautiful place. I still say that. Um, but- but now the, we're just going to have to come back and buy it and be like, here you go, bitch. Yeah. And this place, <laughs> the place we're about to get into, um, couldn't be more. Uh, I, I'm more excited about this for m- many other reasons other than saving money. It just, uh, I'm excited about the the current ownership of it what's right the, now. What's the, what's the best part? And, and <laughs> the best part. Of, and this is where, and this is uh, why, you know, this is why Justin. God bless the right. irony. Justin and I believe in Jesus. We do. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and this and, is why. And this is why. Because every, every once in a while he. Saved he, our souls and put us in a. CrossFit gym. And, yes. We are, we are going to be literally, <laughs> we are literally neighbors. Yeah. We're not even neighbors. We're taking over half part of their, their space, half of their facility. A CrossFit gym. I love it. Uh, they they kind of bit off more they can chew um, size wise. Great people, by the way. Yes. Very love nice. them. Very nice. Awesome people. And we were, are literally going to be uh, sharing a building with uh, CrossFit. So that is very exciting to me. I could not be more thrilled. I could not pick a better. The material. It, it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, yep. yeah. so, I think it's hilarious. Super yeah. pumped. On that note, I, we need to hurry up and sign the lease before they listen to our show. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> On that note, uh, let's get back to. I feel like we took a slight detour from uh, what everybody was loving to hear is all mm. the body parts. We've been breaking up different things. What do we even have left? Well, we were as far as major muscle groups. Tibialis. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. I yeah, we have a, how weird are we going to go? We, here? we have a couple big ones left. I think uh, hamstrings. Scalings. I've heard hamstrings get thrown out there a few times. Hamstrings so. is a big one, and I like I like us talking about this one because it's actually when you go into a gym, there isn't there's not a lot of machines or tools or a lot of direction for people to help them with their hamstrings, and quite frankly, the whole posterior chain is is uh, so overlooked. Mm-hmm. by so many people and I can't stress how important uh developing that whole backside is and you know there's some really st- awesome movements for that that people neglect to do so I think uh you know what's interesting so when we first uh said oh let's do an episode on hamstrings all of us were kind of like eh, it's kind of boring now that I think about it there's probably more confusion and lack of information on training hamstrings uh-huh. than almost anything else because if I were to tell a person, the average gym goer, give me five quad exercises, they'd wrap off five. Give me five chest exercises. Give me five hamstring exercises. Uh, leg curls, hmm. uh, and then they're stuck. Yeah. They don't know what else does yep. hamstrings because the only thing they understand in the gym, yeah. and I know lots of people like Just this, curls. that their hamstring routine consists of leg curls. In fact, I've seen many of, uh, of people in the gym, including uh, your your stage presentation athletes, whose hamstring routine consists of various leg curls, one-legged leg curls, two-legged leg curls, laying down leg curls, standing up leg curls, seated leg curls. Yeah. And that's their hamstring Slider routine. leg curls. Yeah. If uh, here's the the two functions, the two main function of the hamstring, because there's a minor function, but the two main functions are to extend the hips mm-hmm. and to flex the knee. Uh, extending the hips is probably the more I would say. Extending the hips is probably go- is definitely going to give you more of a bang for your buck in terms of development mm-hmm. than the flexing the knee part. So the leg curl is the the knee flexing part. But it's the hip extension part that you really want to make the bulk right. of your hamstring workout. And that's what's going to give you the most strength, 
that's what's going to give you the most muscle development and uh, the most functionality. You're going to have much much better functionality if you get really good at extending the hips than if you just get good at curling the legs. And then there's a minor you know, uh, influence of the hamstrings, which is to internally rotate the, the femur mm-hmm. when the knee is flexed, but nobody gives a shit about that. So let's talk about uh, some of the best exercises that you could recommend to people for hamstring development. Actually, before we do that, mm. why is it important to work the hamstrings? Yeah. Besides the fact that it's a muscle and you should work it. Well, I was just explaining. It's the, the posterior train is just neglected. I mean, we do everything in front of us, right? The anterior gets gets focused on so much that it creates an imbalance. Right. And uh, that's why you always hear about a, a hamstring getting blown when the, the right. baseball players running to first base or catching the... It's very yeah. common. Yes, it's extremely common, even for athletes. Decelerating, even, accelerating. Right, it, it, there's so many people uh, train uh, the quads, but don't spend as much time. And I can't right. I wish I remember where I first read this, but I believe we are, we are supposed to be able to handle like... 80% of what you can do with your with your quad. I think that's where we, we you should have at least that close. Otherwise, we're so imbalanced that you're at risk for injury. Well, here's the thing. If you want to have healthy uh, hips um, and knees, you should have very, very strong uh, hip-extending muscles, which are the glutes and hamstrings. Mm-hmm. If you want very, very healthy shoulders, you should have very, very strong uh, scapular retractors and depressors and uh, uh, you know, uh, basically your back. Right. So a lot of us do lots of presses and not a lot of good rowing. So we develop shoulder problems. A lot of us do lots of good quad exercises like leg presses and hack squats. And then they'll do squats and barbell squats do use the hamstrings to a good degree as well. Mm-hmm. But they don't really work on the hamstrings to make sure that they're also very strong and they cause some imbalances. And like you said, you see hamstring pulls quite common, especially in people who are accelerating very fast yeah. um, out of a run because they have such powerful muscles, you know, extending the knee and not very powerful muscles decelerating it. It's also extremely important. You got excited there. I did because uh, <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" He was we, King Konging his. Well, shirt. I always let you go. We we always talk about health and fitness, and we always talk about the sports and this and that. But I like to talk about the fucking look and the aesthetic thing. Yeah, it's a very good point hamstrings talk about a great way you you have a girl or a guy who comes in and they want to work on their ass and they're at the the hamstring the way it tucks underneath like the having a great hamstring development just makes the butt look amazing i'll i'll go as far as to say uh not to can, mention that the, you utilize a lot of that I'll, I'll go as far as to say uh that hamstrings pr- probably well, i mean it's it's right up there with quads if not more important in terms of aesthetics I mean, if you're a woman and you've got well-developed quads and no hamstrings, it, it doesn't look Looks very balanced. Weird. If you have well-developed hamstrings you like Photoshop. and your quads are okay, you've got great-looking legs. I can take a girl who has a, a long origin insertion, which typically causes a girl to have a flatter-looking butt, right? So that's a lot of what genetically, when, a, when someone has this great bubbly butt, um, it has to do with the origin insertion. When you have a very short origin insertion, it, you, you tend to have this bubblier-looking butt. When you have a very long origin insertion, uh, you typically have this long, flatter-looking ass. You take somebody like that, and you really develop their hamstrings, and you don't even develop their butt. Let's say we don't even focus on the butt, but just by hamstring development, and all of a sudden you create a illusion that they have a bigger butt than what they had before because they have this nice muscular hamstring that goes out and then tucks in, which creates this look like they have a, a bigger butt. So 100%. Uh, when I when I help somebody out with with building glutes, that uh, hamstring development is uh, just as important. Not to mention that a lot of the hamstring moves 
that we that we talk about as far as the best ones like deadlifting uh, incorporates a lot of your glutes also. So uh, definitely um, uh, something to think about, not neglecting the hamstring for for aesthetic purposes also. Mm-hmm. Well, and just I was gonna say, like being uh, more an athletically inclined um, way of training too, like uh, just having that control and that balance. Because I mean, everything that's like Sal mentioned, the explosive part of it, like like quads and everything, you know, in the anterior portion, uh, you, you know, of your training, it it, it gets so like. I mean, people can overdo it, like, and, and it just becomes this dominating force, and you don't really have, uh, you know, that balance where it's going to help to, uh, you know, you know, help your body stay under control, and and it's not going to snap when you get into like super explosive movements. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, you need to have that healthy balance if you're not addressing the posterior chain. Even though it may look a lot to athletes like everything is in front of me, everything's to the left and right of me. Uh, you know, why should I really focus on deadlifts and, and, and you know, and, and deep squats and, and these types of things that, you know, I need to work my posterior chain. Exactly. And when you look at the hamstring uh, to prevent injury uh, and to develop them and to give you balance, the best exercises you could do for hamstrings are in the category of deadlifts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Conventional deadlifts, stiff legged deadlifts and Romanian deadlifts. But We've gone. We've talked a lot about conventional deadlifts, so I want to move away from that for a second and focus on the more hamstring-intensive, stiff-legged deadlifts and Romanian deadlifts and what the difference is between the two because people confuse them mm-hmm. quite a bit. People think stiff-legged deadlift is a Romanian deadlift and Romanian deadlift is a stiff-legged deadlift, See, and yeah. they're actually not. They're actually yeah. different. Uh, two different movements. The Romanian deadlift was actually popularized or developed by a weightlifter and I don't know his name. I should probably look it up to give him credit. He's probably Romanian. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he actually was Romanian. Um, his name. Is there a ski at the end? Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was an Olympic lifter. Oh, here we go. Uh, his name was. Uh, he was a. He was actually Romanian Olympic lifter. Duh, Niku Vlad. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was credited with uh, making this popular. And the difference between a Romanian deadlift and a stiff-legged deadlift is this. When you're doing a stiff-legged deadlift, your legs stay straight and rigid. So there's very little bend or no bend in the knee. Mm-hmm. You have a barbell in front of you, and you bend over. And that includes spinal uh, flexion. God, I hate, even, say, I hate, I hate even saying bend over. You hip hinge out. Well, with a, with a stiff-legged deadlift, it's it's less hip hinge like Romanian. It's more literally you bend over. And, and here's the thing. No, this is the traditional definition of it, and I know you're shaking your head because yeah. none of us teach this. Right? None of us teach it. Yeah, doing that would it this be way. bad mechanics. Completely. It, it is. Yeah. But if you look at, if so you, I don't even like saying it. If you look up like traditional stiff-legged deadlift, um, and I want to be clear because it's so muddied now. It's so confused because even I would do a stiff-legged deadlift, and I always teach to maintain the arch in the back. But that's more of a Romanian. If you a, a, an old school stiff-legged deadlift is you hold the bar and you literally bend over, keeping the knees straight, stretch the hamstrings and come up. And you go really low and the bar kind of moves away from your body a little bit. The Romanian deadlift, you have a bend in your knees that's fixed. So I bend my knees a little bit, but I fix them. So I'm not squatting anymore doing the movement. Mm-hmm. And I hip hinge and move my hips back and the bar stays very close to my body. And I maintain this strong arch in my back as I go down. The, the the difference uh, in terms of muscle activation is, is quite different. Do they both work hamstrings? Yes. But a stiff-legged deadlift, flexion and extension of the spine, 
with weights. You're getting a lot of a lot of spinal erector uh, activation. You're getting less glute activation mm-hmm. because I'm not getting as much hip movement as I am with the Romanian deadlift because I'm hinging at the hips. Yeah, and a lot of the, the hip force forward. goes all the way up to that that position there it, in your lower back. Right. If I if I were to ever recommend a stiff legged deadlift in the sense that I just described, I would recommend it with very very lightweight. And just focusing on full range of motion and coming up nice and slow and coming down nice and slow and not really focusing on the resistance. What well, would much. you consider like so you've seen like it's a Jefferson curl before? Yeah, that's what he's that's what he's like. Uh, that's, explaining I'm kind of right vi- I'm kind of visualizing that because it, it you I know, would never I, teach that. Yeah, gymnast. No, I, I I've never had anybody. Yeah. Well, so. there's I, only if you're an advanced like as far as mobility is concerned, and you you know like some gymnasts that have the ability to then go even further. They'll, they'll stand on top of a block. Yep. And then they'll go even further range of motion because they're 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 trying to exceed that. Well, there's something to be said for it because th- here this is the, here's the reason why we would never teach that because it's super rare to run into someone that I would add resistance to them and have them do this movement. Mm -hmm. But if you can do this movement and you have good stability and good strength, then like everything we teach, training the way your body can move is probably fine. But if you really want to hit your hamstrings, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's in the same category as Romanian deadlift because you could use more weight. You get more hip hinge, you bend the knee a little bit, which takes Little pressure off the gas. And a Romanian, you're 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 saying Romanian like conventional, like a conventional deadlift. No, no, Romanian no. deadlift is not a conventional. Because there's a squatted, right? Like yeah, with the conventional over. deadlift, yeah. you're actually squatting down. Oh, that's what you're explaining right now. No, so Roma- no, no, Romanian is no. just the the, the stiff like a change deadlift. Of, no, it's a Here. bend. It, yeah, it's a bend in the knee, but then it's it, it's that's hinging the hips. The top picture is a stiff legged deadlift, which is kind of like a Jefferson curl. The yeah. bottom is Romanian. And then a conventional deadlift is the one it's where like you're actually, you It's like a soft knee, you but you're, you're fixed. You're uh, fixed. See, I would always call that a Romanian. I, I know. Because, I, would, exa- because both I would of, never teach the Jefferson one, the version of it at all. Yeah. yeah that, well, that, like I said, it's advanced. It's only for like yeah, gymnasts yeah. And, and people, elite that, athletes. That first movement, that stiff-legged deadlift is uh, before the Romanian deadlift. That's what people did when they considered, they called a stiff-legged deadlift. Like if you go back in the mm-hmm. 50s and 60s, this is what bodybuilders would teach. And they do it with very, very light weight. And you can see the bar, how much well, closer it is. Well, it highlights more of the, actually like the hamstrings versus like the conventional deadlift where we're squatted a bit more, right? Yeah, you're going to get- recruitment's different. Yeah, and, and obviously you can use a lot more weight yeah. with a conventional deadlift. Yeah, absolutely. But the deadlift variations should be the crux of your hamstring uh, work. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, I personally haven't done a leg curl in any with any consistency no. in- Maybe twelve. If anything, a good morning and you know to help. Well, I I told you that's a great one. I told you what happened to me when I had revisited after I hadn't done it for probably six eight months. I hadn't got on a a lying leg curl in at least six to eight months. Might even been a year plus. I can't remember, but I remember when I did get back on, I was fucking blown away. Yeah, by all the good mornings and the deadlifting and stuff that I had been doing. Even good deep squats. Mm-hmm. Even a good deep squat, sure. even a good deep heavy squat gets a lot of a lot of hamstring going on involved there. So that's a that's a deep squatting your your deadlift variations, your good mornings. I mean, between those three, you could like probably and obviously there's more variations, so you could rotate. I mean, all day long, single legged deadlift. Single leg ones are great. We actually posted a video. I believe it's up yeah. on the on our yeah, Mind Pump just, TV. It just went up the other day. Single leg deadlifts are great, uh, especially if you're dealing with uh, low back issues because you can you use so much less resistance mm-hmm. and it's less strain on your low back than if you had both feet on the ground where you could use more weight because you can progress 
a single leg deadlift with weight too. I mean, you can hold a weight and do it. And let me tell you something. Yeah. It's definitely an ass kicker. It's tough. Yes, definitely. I would say, uh, and then good mornings. Let's get into good mornings. Like good mornings and Romanian deadlifts are extremely similar mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the position right. of you the still hips. Want a, yeah, knees. soft knee and, and, and that flex just, just enough so you could stretch it back. I would say the good morning, you got to be more careful with your form. Um, but with a good morning, I can get a, just a gnarly stretch in my hamstrings. Yeah, I don't have to worry about holding it. That's what it feels like the most for me. It's just You just feel like you're really stretching it out. Yes. As far as leg curls are concerned, <clears throat> leg curls, I would relegate to volume boosters or frequency boosters, you know, um, mm-hmm. like on a focus, focus session yeah. on Mass Black or a trigger session. Doug, write this down. This will remind This was uh, something that just popped in my head. It's a move that I love to do in replace of a line leg curl. Um, I'll use a, a stability ball. Oh yeah, leg curls on that. Yeah, because here's and I anytime and we've talked about this before. So I've recently discussed uh, some moves that I like uh, that we do for the upper body, like the rear delt moves and things that promote good posture, mm-hmm. um, and and are working those underactive muscles. Now they, we have the same condition, lower cross syndrome, with a lot of people that have the sleepy butt syndrome or have a hard time firing the hips. So. Wake that, that ass up. This is a great, <laughs> if you're going to do leg curls, right? Like if you lay on, a, if you sit on a machine or lay on a machine or lay down on a machine, you're not helping that issue at all. In fact, you're, in fact, you're crutching it by sitting in a machine. So I would rather do a move that's going to pr- promote uh, you firing the, the glutes and getting and working on a, a deviation while also increasing what where, where you were heading with the volume of mm-hmm. hamstring work, because really lying leg curls, seated leg curls, any sort of uh, curls on a machine uh, is, it, I don't want to say it's worthless, but it's a very, very small, uh, small piece and should be mainly introduced into your routine to increase volume uh, on top of your other big gross movements that are, that are getting the bang for buck. So, and then if I'm going to do that, if I'm increasing stuff like that, I may as well work on something that's going to benefit my my clients overall posture and the and their neurological imbalance that they have by doing something like that so a line leg curl with a a, a bosu ball or excuse me a stability ball is a is a money maker well here's sure. here's a little tip uh if you're one of those people and uh, a lot of you listening are these people who want to uh who need to prioritize hamstring development or really want to work on hamstring development Here's a little tip. Let's say today's leg day, or if you're training properly or working the full body, and you're probably going to end up hitting legs first anyway, start your leg workout with leg curls. Let me explain. You do your leg curls first, then you move to your meat and potatoes squat lunge exercise, then you finish with your Romanian deadlift. Mm -hmm. So what you've done is you've pre-fatigued or pre-exhausted, I should say, the hamstrings, then you move into your squats, and you're really going to feel them work. And then you finish off with your Romanian deadlift. Yeah. Here's why I don't recommend typically to start your workout with the Romanian deadlifts before going to a squat. Because some people would say, well, why don't I just hit do the more effective exercise that also works? Because now you're going to fatigue your low back, fatigue. your yeah. low back, which is so important for keeping yeah. that bar. You're setting yourself up for injury. It's yeah. not a good idea to do these heavy posterior chain movements. And then boom, go to a heavy barbell squat. But leg curls work great. Yeah. In fact, uh, I would do that. I've done that for it's years. It's more going to prime and stimulate them than anything else. I've done that for years with clients who have who want to develop their hamstrings and will do the stability ball leg curls. I mean, the gym I own didn't even have a leg curl machine, so that's exactly what I would do. 
I would use the stability ball. We do stability ball leg curls. Then we would go do our squat variation. Then I would end with uh, Romanian deadlifts. And it, like clockwork, within months, every single time they would notice, we would see more pronounced uh, hamstring development. And they would feel the hamstring firing better when they're doing their exercise. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, too. It's one of those muscles we're so poorly connected to that uh, most people working who've worked out for longer than six months have had a pump in their biceps or a pump in their pecs. Mm-hmm. Very few people have ever felt a pump in their hamstrings. I mean, think of that. If you're listening right now hmm. and you've been working out for a long time, I bet you you could you could pump you could think of all the times you work out and you get a pump in almost every single muscle except for your hamstrings. Now, what does that tell you? You know, what is that telling you? We're That's, not, we're not connected there very well. We're not connected. Uh, you're not really working the hamstrings really really well, and so you probably have somewhat of an imbalance and so i uh i would say try what i just said try doing the leg curls first and then moving on to your bigger movements in fact you could take it a step further if you really want to feel uh a pump in the hamstrings superset that shit superset it and i'll tell you what superset it with front squats that is a great combo hamstring to front squat you get a nice little you know back of the leg front of the leg work it's Actually, what I did um, hmm. on Monday, and I got a nice little hamstring pump. You know, well, as a well let's of- talk about posturally. How you know, if you're not working the the hamstrings properly or not getting them to full range of motion and connectivity there, you know what that sort of does is is it affects in it, your hips and it affects your positioning in your body. And uh, you know what you can do as far as like how to correct that and how to strengthen. Uh, you know, and get the hamstrings more involved. Well, most most low back issues, um, I would say, arguably, most back issues come uh, are a result of weak, uh, weak and tight, or weak or tight hamstrings and mm-hmm. bad glute recruitment. Uh, you fix those things right there, um, and a good chunk of people with low back pain would not have low back. This pain. is why those yep. the move that I was explaining is so important because what you just said it's and by week it's it does it all it's underactive yes and that and that Mm -hmm. move really forces you to fire all that now what are your thoughts too on uh playing with the position of your feet because Mm. the 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 hamstring isn't just like one little skinny muscle in your back there's it's basically broken up in three three regions of the back of your leg and the way we position our feet can really uh target different yes. different mm-hmm. parts and it, it, it can and it's not the necess- it's not the position of the feet that's it's, doing it's it it's the hip i mean it's it's, your, it's all your with femur is technically exactly. what's changed but people relate that to your feet exactly but so here's a little another tip i'm going to give you to help you feel different parts of your hamstring so the knee only flexes and extends right it doesn't rotate it doesn't move in different directions it just extends out and it flexes so changing just the position of my foot and flexing and extending my knee uh, isn't going to really change the recruitment of my hamstrings. What will change, however, is my intent. Am I squeezing my knees together as I'm doing a leg curl? Am I mm. pulling my legs apart as I'm doing a leg curl? So mm-hmm. what I like to do with people when they're doing a leg curl or they're doing a Romanian deadlift uh, is I'll have them squeeze a small uh, something yes. between their knees. Mm-hmm. So either like a small little bra- yoga block or a, yes. know, a little soft like a medicine ball. Yeah, so if you're at the gym, grab a, a bunch of towels put them between your knees, squeeze your knees together while doing a leg curl and notice the difference in how you feel. And that's because, again, the hamstrings are involved in a little bit of internal rotation there when the knee's bent, yeah. especially when you squeeze. I do this on the physio ball, so I'll uh-huh. have... I'm 
Glad you brought that one up because I'm going to bring up the external because I think that, okay, so the most, uh, probably one of the weakest muscles in our lower half is our, our gluteus medius. And then, so sumo deadlifts are going to target the opposite side, mm-hmm. is the opposite part of your hamstring. So I love a sumo deadlift for this really wide opened up stance. So you open the hips up. Now, not only do you get another part of your hamstrings engaged now that most people are not familiar with feeling. So if you've never done sumo deadlifts, just doing sumo deadlifts, I guarantee your hamstrings will feel sore different than you've ever felt before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other part of that is it's now and the sumo also engages that gluteus medius, which is uh, very overlooked and very hard to target any other way. So that's a big money maker for me. Also, and there's also the intent. Like, don't forget the intent. If you're in the sumo deadlift. You are, and you're doing it slow and light. And you're really trying to get the hamstrings, and you're trying to get the adductors. You want to, f- you want to press the feet and knees out yes. throughout mm-hmm. the movement because sometimes you'll feel your knees try to come in a little bit. So, and it, and even if you don't notice, even if there's no movement, even if the knees stay the same, simply you keep intending with your rep the the pushing out of my feet and turning them out and pushing my knees out as I'm going down and coming up. Not really moving them, but you're causing tension in that direction. You will feel different parts of the hamstring. Now, what do you think you brought, mm-hmm. you brought up doing leg curls, but what about squeezing, squeezing the ball or whatever while you do a deadlift? What about doing, doing that yeah. instead of, I mean, I would love to, I've actually never played around with that, hmm. uh, uh, but maybe putting a basketball That'd or a med- interesting. medicine ball. I thought the same, like as, as we were, we were talking about it with a, with a good morning as well, but uh, you know, that might be interesting. Yes. You'll feel it different. And, First and foremost, the reason why you would do that, uh, the main reason why you would put a ball between your legs and squeeze it or put a band around your legs and push out against it while you're doing these movements is to create uh, a, a recruitment pattern, is to, is to correct a bad recruitment pattern. Yeah. That's yeah. number one. So if I'm deadlifting and I'm doing a conventional style deadlift and my knees uh, want to go out. Keep externally rotating. Yeah, they want to go out while I'm coming up, which is... I guess it's kind of rare, but let's say that's happening. Yeah. Then I'll put something between my legs to create a better recruitment pattern so my knees stay straight. If the opposite's happening in and my knees are caving in, which is way more common, then I'll put something around my knees to push out. I've actually seen trainers use it the opposite. Like, here, put this between your knees. It'll keep them from caving in. And that's yeah. part of it. That's, that's like yeah. doing the work opposite. Yeah, so, so they end up squeezing in. Even harder. Instead of, yeah. Yes. This is, this is part of the, the gluteus medius responsibility, too, is to help keep that, that open, which is why it's so weak, why most people collapse in. So that's why the sumo to me is. Well, and that, a, a, a bigger, better move uh, with, that is probably overlooked that's going to help people out. Yep. You're it, oh, I was just going to say, like, it, it's interesting to me, too, to think, like, I've seen people warm up and use these band distractions a lot, too. Uh, so it gets me to think about that, too, as people are are, are sort of getting getting prepped and, and, and priming and getting ready for, like, a specific lifts. I've... I've gotten to talk talk discussions with some of some of my friends who power lift and stuff and and you know they they swear by doing these processes but really like like you're saying like it's it's trying to 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 promote a better recruitment pattern in that process but now you know i have these external factors that are you know dictating that so that's but but that's part of their ritual and routine is they're they're trying to reinforce this better uh recruitment pattern and here's something else uh that i haven't um tried yet but i've read about i don't know if you guys have heard about this but you should be able to single deadlift single leg deadlift uh, a a lot of weight so let's say you can deadlift with a barbell 500 pounds you should get over 100 pounds in one hand or both hands and do a single leg you should get pretty close to not going to get to half because there's balance involved but you should be strong enough to be able to do it with one leg Um, and so uh, there's a there's a lot to be learned and a lot of uh, progress you can make 
from doing things on one leg in particular for hip extension movements. I'm going to do that today, actually. It's, and, been a, it's been a long time since I've done some single leg barbell deadlifts. Dude, power... Con- so, conventional style. Yeah. You're starting to see some power lifters do this as part of the routine and their deadlifts. It only makes sense for me. Very smart. Yeah. Very smart. Especially a move like that, that, uh, you know, when you start to get really heavy weight, uh, we, we've talked about, and I have this issue, right? On my right side, mm-hmm. um, it starts to, all your little patterns, right? Or your little disconnects that you have really get exaggerated mm-hmm. when you start to lift heavy weight. So I've had to completely eliminate uh, the deadlift for a couple months to kind of reset, get back to my body moving correctly. And I haven't reintroduced it, uh, heavy deadlifting, but what a smart way for me to start to reintroduce it back is to start single leg first. Uh, that because I'm gonna once again gonna challenge the, the connectivity and balance coordination st- st- stabilization. Yeah. I bet you before progressing mm-hmm. uh, to a regular conventional. And I lift. bet you I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it with myself yet. It's funny. See, it's it's interesting. We've said this many times how we train other people better than ourselves. Yeah, I've seen clients get stronger in their compound, you know, basic movements like their deadlift by not deadlifting and by doing single leg deadlift. Like we'll do single legs for a while, go back to deadlifts and boom, they're stronger. Yeah. Um, and it's hilarious because for whatever <laughs> reason, I don't apply it to myself. Oh, yeah. But I bet you doing that, I bet you you're going to be stronger well, than you were neurologically before. reconnecting, you know, yeah. like like some some dormant contributors. Like they weren't like contributing in the left. Like a lot of it was was uh, getting taken on by the other side. That, mm-hmm. Doug, that's another one we should put down. Let's uh, let's put down a, a single leg barbell deadlift uh, variation. I think that's a great one to video and shoot. You don't really see that hardly at all, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great movement. And yeah. think about it. You want to think about on a functional level. If you're, you know, let's say you're competing with your friend and you guys are like – around the same strength in your deadlift. You can both pull, let's say, 400 pounds off the floor. But on one leg, you can do 50, and on one leg, he could do 100. He's a lot stronger than you functionally. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, in the real world... You know, when you're running and jumping and, you know, bending over and if you're if you're in a sport and you're a wrestler and you gotta lift someone off and move things. I mean, judo, for example, lots of throws in judo are done on one leg. Lots of them are not where both feet are on the yeah, ground. Yeah. Uh, same thing with even with wrestling and takedowns and stuff like that. So it's a, if you're an athlete, uh, you, you don't wanna neglect those single leg hip hinging movements and progress them like get good at them. Of course, pre- you know, get real good with your form, mm-hmm. but then start to progress them with weight. Um, and watch what happens. And it's funny. I recommend it to almost every one of my clients, especially female clients that want to develop their hamstrings. And I swear to God, when I have them do it regularly, especially as part of their trigger sessions, mm-hmm. within months, literally within months, I'll I'll see them sitting down on the bench, and you'll see the curve of the hamstring start to show up. And you're like, there it fucking there is. There it is. It's one of those muscles. And I also think it's uh, it gets a bad reputation as a muscle in bodybuilding that's hard to develop. But I just think we just we neglect the shit yeah. out of it. Oh, that's what it is. We neglect it because we can't see it, right? We don't look at it every single day. No one talk, No one goes, hey, when was the last time you heard someone say this? Like, you get great hamstrings, man. <laughs> you know, nice hamstrings. Yeah, look at those lines. Yeah, nobody, nobody pays attention to that. And it's unfortunate because... It, it is so important uh, for imbalance reasons and and for aesthetic reasons too. I mean, I, I can't I can't stress that enough. That man, I tell you what, I have never seen a girl with beautiful hamstrings that didn't have a great looking ass. Even if they didn't have a big old yeah. beautiful bubbly ass, when they have beautiful hamstrings, it gives that that uh, look like they have a great ass too. Even if it's a flatter ass, yeah. And you want to smack it. And one oh, and <laughs> one more one more thing you want to consider too uh, with properly done uh, Romanian deadlifts or hip hinging movements is uh, not only are they great strength and muscle builders, but they're fantastic functional flexibility builders. They are 
exceptional functional flexibility builders in the hamstrings because yep. your goal with a Romanian deadlift with good form, I want to be clear, you have to have good form, is to work towards and and be able to get more of a stretch. Maximize your tension in that. But you have weight. You're yeah. holding weight and you're doing it in this real deep stretch position and you're trying to get better and better ranges of motion like you should with any exercise. But this one just so happens to place lots of resistance on that stretch. Right. So if you have tight hamstrings, getting really good at these will give you more flexible hamstrings, but at the same time, they're strong within that flexibility, which is what you want, which gives you that that overall, uh, you know, that overall stability. And by the way, adding resistance to a muscle while it's stretched is a sore soreness producer. So just keep that in mind. If you do this exercise and you haven't done it before, and you start doing them right and get a good stretch, like good mornings or whatever, yeah, you're gonna feel your hamstrings for a little uh, while. Yeah, right. So with that, uh, leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. If we like it and we pick it, you will win a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, check out our YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV, and check us out on Instagram, we're at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam's at Mind Pump Adam, and Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.